0: Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of Speaking Software. I'm your host Philip and together we're going to take yet another look at the soft side of software development. Folks, this time we are going to be covering the who, what, when, where and why of asking questions during interviews. I have five great tips on how to ask the right questions so that your interviewer knows that you are the perfect candidate for the job. Asking key questions to your interviewers is a great way to demonstrate that you are an expert in your craft and to help them trust in your abilities. Now, if you haven't been asking questions and in interviews up until this point, then let me tell you, you have been losing out big time on some great opportunities to show off. Now, normally when I explain this concept to the people that I mentor and coach, they immediately ask me, you know, what questions do I ask? And my answer to them is always the same. It depends on who you're talking to. (laughs) Before we get into that though, let's just cover some basic ground. There's actually two reasons that we ask questions in interviews. The first reason is to gather the information we need to determine if this position is desirable or worthwhile for us. You know, you wanna find out as fast as possible if this is a job that you actually want and any clues you can get about projects, people, politics, the state of the code base, how modern their tooling is, career advancement opportunities, all that good stuff, All of that goes a very long way to helping you make an informed decision. Most companies have prepared scripts and slide decks for all the typical items that you ask about, so a well-timed question can get them to reveal or leak something that maybe they otherwise might not have said. For example, if you find out that a project that you're interviewing to work on is 15 years old before you sign the job contract, gosh, that that can save you literally months or years of heart and sleep problems, trust me. (laughs) Even something generic like, you know, what's your deployment strategy? Speaks volumes about the way they work. So a great example here, if they build, zip up and deploy everything manually, that's a really good sign that they're not exactly on the forefront of an automated cloud-based DevOps pipeline. That might be a deciding factor for you, like gather this information and make of it what you will. The second reason we ask questions is to showcase our authority and subject matter expertise. We do this by asking things that demonstrate our knowledge and competency. The idea here is to ask questions that someone in the know would ask. This builds up the trust the company has in you. Not only have you answered their questions, but you're showing initiative and you're challenging them a little. The trick though is to ask a question that allows you to drop a fact or a little information snippet in there. So a good example, You know, if they say they have so many API calls per day, you could say, oh, wow, you've mentioned you're getting 2 million calls a day to your REST API. Sounds like a ton of data. What does your audit pipeline look like? Something like that, nice and smooth, drop it in. It's really going to cement in their mind that you're an expert. But that's it. It's just two simple reasons. That's why we ask questions. So bearing those two reasons in mind, let's have a look at my five top tips for getting the most mileage out of your probing. Top tip number one, ask the right person the right thing now i know you're all sitting there going jesus philip (laughs) really bringing the bullshit today aren't we (laughs) however you would be very very surprised especially at the junior and mid-level at how many candidates ask the wrong questions or they ask the right questions but they ask it to the wrong person tech interviews normally go in stages and you know a typical cycle might look like you know your initial phone screen with the recruiter general assessment or walkthrough of your resume and experience. Maybe you'll get a live and or a take home tech test. And depending on how things go, you might have like a team or cultural fit interview with the hiring manager afterwards. Every company has their cycles different. But the important thing to remember is that there's usually more than one interview and there's different context at each stage of the chain. By focusing on the context, you know exactly what it's appropriate to talk about at that stage. So for example, doesn't make any sense to ask the recruiter deep questions about the tech stack they just won't know likewise don't ask your potential peers about salary progression or their career advancement it's not really appropriate at best it can be seen as naivety or immaturity or at worst just plain rude and tone deaf however do try to ask the right people the right questions they will 100% appreciate it so You know, you're talking to the recruiter. What do you ask them about? Appropriate questions. What's the salary band for the role? Can you work remotely? Is there travel involved? Is it bring your own device? What benefits are offered? Are they equity, stock options? Is there healthcare, pension, life insurance? And another good one to ask is, what are the interview steps, their format, and who'll be in them? Now the very big brain among you are gonna remember my interview tips from episode five. This can fall into our research strategy, because knowing who's going to interview you, interview you in subsequent steps allows you to research them and to tailor your strategy and responses for the interviews with those people. Later on, if you're talking to someone on the dev team, definitely do ask them about the deployment strategy. Is it automated? Is it manual? Is it hybrid? If they use a special Git or SVN or version control workflow, like is everything just committed to main or trunk or do they use something a little bit more elaborate like Gitflow? How do they separate the various parts of their applications? Is it a gigantic monolith? Is it microservices? Was it one and then it was sort of fudged into the other? Is it an tier architecture? How many layers? Are there multiple shared libraries? Are there homegrown frameworks or libraries? Where do the feature or task come from? Is it the client, the product team, the CTO's brain? Who provides out of our support? Is it the developers or are there any site reliability engineers? What does their dependency versioning or upgrade strategy look like? One of my favorite questions to ask a developer is, if you could change anything about your development pipeline, what would it be? This gives them a little chance to vent about something they're working on, and you commiserating with them helps build a great rapport. It also gives you a very clever insight into any problems that plague the team or projects. A little bit of warning here though, anyone who says that they wouldn't change a thing, is a bare faced liar (laughs) moving on then if you're talking to say the hiring manager in a separate conversation lots of great stuff you can ask them what's the team composition is it a distributed team you know are they in different time zones how does that work are you expected to align with their time zones for calls or can you work asynchronously what's the development strategy is it agile is it scrum is it pure waterfall and what prompted the hire was it a new round of funding Was there a new client or project? Did someone leave? Like, is this position a new position or is it to replace someone? What career advancement options will lead from this position? Is there a path for the candidate that accepts? There is a defined career path they can follow. How long is ramp up time? Like, are you expected to deploy to production on day one or do you have to go through like three to six months of training and shadow sessions first? A favorite of mine to ask a hiring manager is. What does success look like for the chosen candidate in the first three to six months? Question like this allows them to talk a little, but it shows that you're interested in the job and you're looking at it on more than just a nine to five slog that you actually want to succeed. Top tip number two, read the room. If you have a pleasant, jovial, conversational interview, take advantage of that situation. Go with the flow, keep the conversational role going. If your interviewer is a talker, well, we all know that people who love to talk just love getting questions because it lets them keep speaking and showing off to you what they know. Explainers love questions, so use it to your advantage. If your interviewer is being belligerent or difficult or non-cooperative, then they're not really going to give you quality answers, nor are they going to take note of the strength of your questions. Don't waste your time, it might annoy them further. Sometimes, if the room or ambience just isn't right, it can be a good idea just not to risk making it worse. It is possible to recover from these situations, but use your own judgment. One thing as part of reading the room, be very wary of lunchtime interviews or nighttime interviews if they're out of of office hours. You know, many interviewers who are brought into these have been either assigned to it or they're dragged in against their will. So they're going to want to breeze through it as fast as possible just to get back to their time. Unless you've specifically requested one of these, try your best and get it rescheduled. You're not going to be able to make as much impact here, even with top-tier questions. Top tip number three, follow up their answer to your question with another question. This shows that you are actively listening and that you are engaged in the topic and the conversation. So remember our two reasons for asking questions. Reason one, gather more info. And reason two, Showcase your expertise. You drilling down into a topic further, again, showcase your expertise. Oh, I can see you do X, you know, that's great, but how do you deal with problem Y? Expand on concepts and again, show off what you know. Top tip number four ask with contextual relevance. Now, we talked about context earlier, but this is slightly different. Never ask something unrelated to what you've been actually talking about just to ask a question. This goes hand in hand with our two question principles, which is we ask questions to get info we want and to impress the interviewer. If you're asking a random question just for the sake of asking one, it's not gonna do either of those. It's not worth your time. And a really good example of this is, you know, if you've been talking about store procedures and joins and views for the last 30 minutes, don't end by asking why the front end team didn't use React or why the CTO isn't hardcore into Scrum. The person you're asking They might be able to answer this question, but they're going to feel off that you just segued into something else. They might even get the idea that you have a desire just to work on other projects or teams once you get your foot in the door, that this position would just be a a stepping stone for you effectively. And then they're going to wonder if they really want to hire you for this position. Your questions should always be in within the context of the conversation you're having. Ask something related to what you've discussed. Top tip number five, do not let a lack of time stop you. You're going to find there are a ton of times when the interviewer says at the end, you know, hey, we're just out of time unless you have a question. And they're going to look at their watch or they're going to look at their clock really impatiently and then back at you with a raised eyebrow kind of wishing you'll say, that's fine. Thanks for your time. Pay no heed to this and ask away. Now. I'm not exactly saying to drag it out or just waste everybody's time just to prove a point. However, I am saying that you shouldn't drop this opportunity just for their convenience. Believe me when I say you will be remembered more for asking a great question than for letting them finish on time. If you have an appropriate question to ask, please do so. Do not miss out on a good opportunity and regret it later. If they are six minutes late for their next interview or their lunch break, well, look, these things happen. Top tip number six, the secret pro tip. (laughs) Did I say five tips? Well, I lied. (laughs) If you really want to stand out as a star candidate, folks, this is the tip for you. Please do not wait until someone asks if you have any questions to start asking questions. This is the big one to take from this episode, folks. Do not wait until someone asks if you have any questions to start asking questions. Now, if we loop back to episode number five, I covered before that the interview should be a two-way dialogue, not just a they ask and you answer session. You need to engage with the interviewer. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to become an extroverted conversational wizard. However, it does mean that you need to converse with them and try and get them to like you for this position. Show you're pleasant to work with, that you can comfortably challenge ideas, find information, discuss solutions. The best way for that to happen is to ask them questions at appropriate points. Be proactive in your questioning, not reactive. Fill them with confidence. Not only are you demonstrating that you know your stuff, but also that you are present and involved. You're showing that you're not a drone and you're taking initiative. This is never a bad thing. So there we go. Six great tips for asking questions in an interview with our sneaky last one thrown in just for the pros amongst you. Let's recap them really quickly. Number one, ask the right person the right question. Number two, read the room. Number three, follow up. Dare answer to your question with yet another question. Number four, ask with contextual relevance. Number five, do not let a lack of time stop you. And number six, our pro tip, do not wait until prompted to ask questions. Folks, if you follow these, you are definitely going to see a marked improvement in your interview strategy and in the way interviewers and hiring managers are going to perceive you. On a final note, I'm a very firm believer in the phrase, if you don't ask, you don't get. The point of interviewing is that both you and the company can evaluate each other. This means that both of you can make your own independent informed decisions on whether you will work in the offered position. You can't make an informed decision without information, so don't feel put off. Ask away. The right companies will be very happy that you did. That's all for this time folks. Thank you very much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. A like, rating, comment, or share is going to go a very long way towards helping me keep this going and allowing me to bring new content to you. If you've also liked what you've heard here today, I offer mock interviews and soft skill interview prep. Just drop me a line at speakingsoftwareshow at gmail.com and we will get you sorted. I would love to discuss your situation and how we can get you into a place of confidence and success. folks. We have been Speaking Software. I'll catch you next time.